Hello, Joy Starter. Hope this finds you well. I want to start this podcast like I do a lot by saying thank you. Seriously, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I do this for you. I maybe have told you this before, kind of the genesis of this podcast, but I did a podcast with an amazing friend named Chad Dewing, and it was a changing the narrative podcast, but we had no frequency to it, none. And we would just, we were two busy media people and we would do it when we could. And sometimes we would do it every two weeks, three weeks, once a month. There's no frequency to it. And with a newsletter, a podcast, anything like that, that's creative, a blog, you have to have frequency. People need to be able to count on when it's coming out. And so uh, we began, I began this podcast and I started it in this, this format, which is off the top of my head. Now, I'm making notes all week about the things I want to talk about. Every once in a while, I'll have people on and we will be having guests on in the coming months. Here in season two, we're talking about dreams and audaciousness and all of those things. But early on, I decided the format and that was to speak to you off the top of my head. I mean, yes, again, I have my notes, but to be unscripted, just to be myself. And so We started doing it every two weeks, and then I talked to my amazing marketing maven, Kim, and she said, you should really look at doing it once every week. And because of that, you guys have helped make this podcast top 10% in the world. And that's pretty amazing to me, and I'm so very grateful to you. So I just want to start off by saying thank you. I also want to start off by saying thank you. And and look, when I do a podcast, anytime, anybody else's podcast or my own, I am, am big to tell you how you fit in the story, right? Like how how do you see yourself in the story? And so you will, I will make these points. I will, I will attach you to the story. If you're new to this podcast, you will hear me kind of give you takeaways that you can apply to your life. So the first thing I would tell you is whatever it is you choose to do, be you, be authentically you. There are many, many podcasts out there that are that are scripted, that are read, that are very very produced, and they're great, and they're great in, because they are them. They're being them. I just decided early on that's not what I wanted. I wanted to sing, holler, cry, whatever it may be, and, and I wanted it to come from my heart with notes in the background and preparation in the background. So I would tell you whatever it is that you choose to do, do it with a thousand percent authenticity where you're not copying anybody, where you're not trying to do things that other people would do or make it sound right. Do you be you? This life is so precious. I just saw something the other day and it was so good. And it talked about what if we were nostalgic for our current life, like right now as it speaks, as we speak, like our current life, not yesterday. Yeah, I missed time with my mom and my dad and my my neighbor girl, Taraya, who took her life due to bullying. I, I, I miss yesteryear. I miss time with people. I miss certain times in my life. But the, the, the premise of this message was, or this, this gift, this, this graphic was, what if we were nostalgic for like right now? Because in the future, you're going to miss some aspect of right now. And so I, I just have been applying that to my life. And I'm like, it's made me, and, and I've also done that alongside, and I've done this for a long time. And I, I say to myself, this day will never come again. I'll never see my dog the way I see him today. My kids will never be at the same age they are. The sun will never shine like it is right now. I will never feel spring on my face the exact way that I'm feeling it today. 
And so what if you were nostalgic for today? And what if you did whatever it is you were going to do 1,000% in your authenticity? Because the world doesn't need you to be anybody else. It needs you to be you. So that brings me to the newsletter, which very similar. I told you last week on the podcast, and I'm not afraid to share my blunders and my mishaps. I told you about the fact that I had a newsletter for years. And I'd send it like once every six weeks, once every three months, like here and there and everywhere. And and then again, I made mad props to Kim. She's, yeah, you got to have some like frequency with that. Like it's people got to know when they're going to get it. And it was every two weeks. And then, then we began to say, what if we send it every week? And so just this past week in a 24-hour period, I got a message from my Uncle Michael And my Uncle Michael, y'all, is like that person you look up to growing up, like this wildly successful architect, great father, wise, funny, smart, solid. And I got a message from him and it and it just said, great content, period. And coming from him, I was like, oh my gosh, I've impressed my uncle like with this. And I think it was had more to do with Mark Twain last week and all sorts of different things. And then I get a a message from my girlfriend, who is a a girlfriend of an NFL player that I worked with with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I've worked for them a couple of times, which, by the way, let me just drop this nugget in here. I worked for seven years to get into the NFL. Seven years, y'all. And there were many times where I was close and I got shut down. I was close and I got shut down. I got close and was so excited and shut down. And I just never quit. And this past year, in the seventh year of I'm changing the narrative, I got into my first NFL team, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I've worked with them multiple times. Well, Alex happens to be the girlfriend of a, a Jaguars player. And I got to know her boyfriend. And we were talking. And I'll keep all of that off the record because it stays in my vault. But he said, I'd love for you to meet my girlfriend. And so we met for lunch. And we ended up having a two and a half hour lunch. So, and, and this friendship develops. And so she makes this post on, on Instagram out of nowhere. So keep in mind, I get this great content from my uncle. And then within that same 24-hour period, I get this message from Alex. And she says, hey, she's my mentor. Hey, I'm saying it publicly. But she says, this newsletter is great content. And she said, in the newsletter, she was talking about something called the audacious hour. And I, I teach on this, y'all. And that is to take one hour a week a week and write audacious emails, make audacious asks, ask to collaborate, ask to learn from somebody, ask to partner with somebody, ask to shadow somebody, ask to buy the house, tell somebody you love them, tell somebody you're sorry, ask for the job, ask for the raise, be audacious. And you can split that up into 15-minute segments, 10-minute segments. And so she took from my newsletter about the audacious hour and listed the things that she was doing in her life that were new and audacious. And I mean, it brought tears to my eyes. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, wow. Thank you, God. Thank you for the affirmation. Second dose of affirmation in 24 hours. And then I get into my LinkedIn and my friend named Doug, who I'm in the Outliers Club with and met him. And he reminded me that he had heard me on Sirius and I, he sent me a message years ago and it took me like nine months to respond to him. And he said it tongue in cheek. I'm like, hopefully this won't take you this long to, to respond this time. And I apologize. We laughed about it. I just didn't see it. Things happen. But we're friends now and he's so incredibly wise. And he just said, I was going through my emails and I happened to catch your newsletter from last week. He's like, this is really riveting stuff. 
And y'all, there's a third affirmation in one hour. And I'm not sharing this with you at all to toot my own horn. What I'm sharing this with you to say is I have decided 1000% unequivocally to walk in all my authenticity. Now, when you walk in all your authenticity, that means there are potholes you're going to fall in. There are old triggers that you're going to you're going to fall prey to. There are mistakes you're going to make because guess what? Ain't nobody perfect, right? Ain't nobody perfect. And I am certainly not one of them. I never say to people, I was telling my mastermind this um, today, I never say to people I'm healed because <laughs> when I say I'm healed, it invites you and me to ego in to, to think that I've got it all figured out and I don't. I'm in a state of healing. I'm in a state of healing. And as a matter of fact, I just had a situation happen recently where I felt blindsided by something and I did not respond in the way that I was proud of. I felt a pit in my stomach. I felt my cheeks burn and I felt very defensive and I wasn't, I wasn't who I espoused to be, who I want to be. And I sat with that. I sat with that and I said, okay, how could you have handled that differently? How could you have combated that physical feeling? How could you have sat or paused or thought about it or not responded emotionally? So listen, here's the reality. There's a lot of people that are going to get on their podcast and tell you they got it all figured out. Run, <laughs> run. I have some stuff figured out. I'm going to teach you, but I don't have it all figured out. But I'm sharing the, the, the feedback on the, on one, the, the podcast being authentic, but really the newsletter this past week and getting Doug and Alex and my uncle Michael and getting the feedback all within 24 hours, it affirmed me that this random wacky way of doing my newsletter, which the link is in the bio, works for people. I do not have an I'm changing the narrative, very cut and dry business email. I don't have an RJ, very joyful, bubbly, joy, joy, happy, chappy, joy, joy, joy starter email. I have a conglomeration of the two. And if you've never read it, it's I'll, I'll start with an opening and then it's five things I'm into. And it might be a recipe. It might be protein. It might be a movie I've watched. It might be a show. It might be an article. It might be a place I'm going. It might be a meme. It might be something that has inspired me on social media or a talk that I've given or somewhere I'm going or something that's happened. It might be any of those things. And I think that authenticity, again, is what draws people in to say riveting, to say great content, to say you inspired me. So if you're writing this down, I hope if you're driving, just keep driving. But Later on, when you get your pen, if you're writing this down, your takeaway so far and in, in all that I've shared with you thus far is just be your authentic self, is to be your authentic, 1,000% messy, color outside the lines, mess up, screw up, say you're sorry, grow, sit with your pain, sit with your junk self. And I'm so grateful that there are people out there, and I say this all the time, that are hearing my flute music, my weird flute music that I'm playing. And they're, they're coming, they're coming. And, and this mastermind that I launched, I've talked about this before, but gosh, y'all, here's another lesson for you. I dreamed about it. I've coached people one by one by one by one by one for years in, in different ways. And now I'm a joy coach. I help you with, with getting unstuck, with creating things, with interpersonal relationships, with wanting uh, business to purpose. I mean, to really anything I can walk beside you. Not not a substitute for therapy. Always, always therapy. Connectmd.com backslash change. You can go to the link in my bio and we'll have a commercial here soon about them as well. But I'd always dreamed of doing this in a group. And I'd always dreamed of the group 
pouring into each other and making each other better and meeting in Florida, doing whiteboard sessions and doing all of these things and just making it so beautiful in a three-month thing. And so I put my flute music out there. I put my weirdo flute music out there. And what do you know? These people came, these, these women came and each one of them said something, some variation of, I kept watching you. I kept watching you. I just kept watching you and I was drawn to you. So again, 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 play your weird flute music, be your authentic self and people will come, right? My, my, my favorite movies, if you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. And, and I've taught on that in some of my courses. And that is you've got to be willing to look crazy. You got to be willing to plow the corn like you're a moneymaker and everybody's telling you're going to go bankrupt and you're, you're crazy and all of these things. And, and you're hearing voices from the cornfield, right? And that's what drives me. That's what drives me to do what I do because I know you're out there. I know the people that are listening to this podcast that say, I sent it to my mom or you make me laugh. You make me cry. You make me giggle. You make me cringe. Hey, Joy Starters, who doesn't need better mental health? For the longest time, I would host lives and Zooms and be at events and people would say, I need therapy, but I can't afford it. And it was literally like a stab to my heart. The best we could do, I was informed by our resident psychologist, was to tell them to Google low-cost mental health resources. But that broke my heart. People need access to mental health resources. Then I got approached not long ago by a gal who works with a company called Connect MD, Connect with a K. And they have low-cost mental health teleservices for the entire family. Like, yes, you and each of your family separately can see a therapist once a week, multiple times a month for one low cost. Y'all, it's revolutionary. But here's the thing. I will never, never come on here or in my newsletter or on social media and tout something I don't use. Y'all need to know that. Every single time I'm talking about something, it's because I use it, I love it, I believe in it. And that's what's going on with ConnectMD. This past summer, I was using their therapy services. My therapist, her first initial was P. I called her Sweet P. Amazing. The whole thing, very seamless, um, really just from beginning to end, really well-oiled, and I felt taken care of. I felt cared about, and I'm so grateful that I found them. So, the link will be in the show notes, but you can also go to ConnectMD with a K backslash change. Please use that particular link so they can know that we sent you. Here's to better mental health in 2024. Love you guys. If you did not hear the podcast two episodes ago where I talked about the biggest dating faux pas I have ever had in my life, Pause this podcast right now and go back to it. It's a Valentine's Day podcast. You will howl with laughter. You'll probably drive off the road, so be careful. Every time I tell the story, people are like, oh my God, did you do that? You did that. You did that. You did that. So yeah, prepare to laugh. Prepare to laugh and to cringe at me. But also prepare, and I keep drilling this into your head, into your heart, into your soul, this podcast to be your authentic, wonderful, amazing self. I want to switch gears. I'm going to do a hard, hard turn really quickly. I have been just verklempt. I have been gutted. I have been horrified by the murder of this young woman, Lakin, in 
in Athens, Georgia, a college student just going out and doing something she loved, which was running. And having been the victim of a violent crime myself in my early 20s and putting two people in jail for a significant amount of time for, and again, if you're listening with kids, I just want to give you a, a moment to move them from the room or pause this. But back to that, I put two people in jail multiple people in jail, I should say, for attempted robbery or for robbery, attempted murder, and attempted rape when I was in my early 20s. And so I have been a big proponent for self-defense and for taking care of yourself and just being aware of your surroundings. And so I've been rocked by this young woman. I have a bonus daughter that's just a few years younger than her that's getting ready to go to college next year, which just blows my mind. And by the way, it's already March. If you're not nostalgic for, like we talked about, this day and this moment, be nostalgic for today, right? That was the first takeaway. The second was to be you and your authentic self. And the third is to be safe. Sit your kids down. Please, 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 please do this for me. Sit your kids down, especially females, but also males, and tell them to be the kings that I teach people to be all over this country, to respect, protect, and cherish women, to look out, to make sure somebody gets to their car to make sure somebody gets to their parking spot, to get inside the building, make sure they get to the door and get in, to follow the Uber home via the app. Or because we've seen situations like that, used to live in Nashville, there was a case or two of that where the Uber driver was not a good person and did bad things to the passenger. So please let this young woman's story have be a cautionary tale. I'm sitting my daughter down this weekend and I am going to scare her. like, and, and if you think I'm crazy, that's okay. But I'm going to scare her and tell her, just like my stepdad told me, it's not you I worry about, honey. It's, it's, it's all the other crazy people in the world. I'm going to teach her to look up underneath her car, to look in her back seat, to make sure her door is locked. I'm going to teach her to not go down dark alleys or walk in dark places late at night. I'm going to teach her to not have her phone stuck down her head into her phone in a parking lot and, and be distracted. I'm going to teach her to look around, to watch, to look people in the eyes, to get plate numbers, to have a pepper spray or a taser. And when the time comes to be able to use a firearm, I'm going to teach her these things because we live in a fallen, broken world and it is very sad and it's very heartbreaking. And so I urge you, whatever kind of personal weapon you want to talk about and and being able to use your, your fingers, your eyeballs, and knowing the the very vulnerable places that you can get up, up, up underneath the nose. If it's obviously a man in the crotch, using your fingernails to claw on the eyeballs. I know this is a departure from what you're normally used to on the Joy Starters podcast, y'all. But having been through this and um, going through the judicial system, which I was just telling my neighbors about it recently, where they asked me what I was wearing <laughs> that night as if to suggest that somehow I had brought this on myself where you feel like as a victim, you're on on the stand, having to go through grand jury, having to go through all these things in a totally circumstantial case based on very, very slim evidence. And and we were able to convict. And these, these people, these perpetrators spent a long time in prison. And I pray that they are rehabilitated. I pray that they have gotten out and that they're living, that they're living impactful lives, that they have changed their life. Because when it happened to me, they had had a rap sheet that was very, very long. And so this young woman running during broad daylight, this is not supposed to happen, on a college campus in Athens, Georgia, been many, many times. It just makes me want to say to you and to get your children, both male and female, in the room 
and talk to them about uh, personal safety, about self-defense, about looking under cars, about looking around you, about being aware, about checking on people, about all of those things. Because one of the heroes in the story was her roommate that recognized she didn't come back and was able to uh, call the, the authorities and they were able to jump on this very quickly because of that roommate. So again, I hate to take the very morbid, sad term, but this is part of life, y'all. This is this is part of where we are in the world, and I would be remiss if I did not say it. And the last thing I want to talk to you about on this podcast this week is this idea of hunger. <laughs> I'm chuckling in the background. This idea of hunger. Um, there is an, uh, an an idea that many of us have when we see people in the public eye or we see people have success wherever they are, whatever sector they're in. And we see them have success. And we think a lot of us, and I'll be the first to tell you I've done it, we make assumptions about how easy it was for that to happen to them, about, uh, oh, they must be blessed. Oh, they got lucky, these different things. And I've had people over the years with I'm changing the narrative, and they've seen me on meeting room floors like Oregon, Auburn, Texas A&M, Clemson, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, all these big name programs. And they've seen me on these meeting room floors. And 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 I even had somebody say to me once, it must be nice jet setting around and this and that. And I, and I thought, oh my gosh, if they only knew. And what I wanted to share with you this week for your takeaways, how hungry are you? How hungry are you? Because what you see is only a fraction of the story. And I have to tell you from from my life, and I want to fire you up here, is that you don't see. Now, oftentimes, I do get phone calls and speaking engagements just happen, and I go and it happens. But there are many other speaking engagements where I have, and the coach is a friend. Let's just talk about in in the collegiate world. The coach is a friend. But I have called them several times. I've texted five, six, seven times. I've emailed. I've tweeted. I've called another coach to put me in touch with them. I am talking about relentless, dogged pursuit, hungry, not hungry, hungry, right? And, and, and yet people see the front end of it and they don't see all that went in on the back end. So what I'm going to ask you today is how hungry are you? I mean, I'm talking about past the biscuits, baby, that kind of hungry, like down in your soul, hungry. And that is the difference to me. Of, of the people that have staying power, that are the greats that I aspire to be like, that's the difference. They are hungry, right? They are, they are passionate. They are relentless. They, I will tell coaches, I've told coaches over the years, I will text them and text them and text them. And I will find, some of them will finally say, Hey, if you just, if you want me to not text anymore, just let me know. And they'll answer back and they'll go, Oh my gosh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I've just been so busy. It's like that in the sporting world. I don't know what it is. People look at their phones. They're in the middle of practice, whatever, and they put it in their pocket and they forget to ever text back. And you have to realize not to take it personally, right? And so the same would go with an email that you're chasing down a lead. Now, I wouldn't recommend sending an email every single day. I'd send one, wait about seven, 10 days, send another one, wait another two weeks, send another one, just staying on your radar is one of my perfect, I love that line, just staying on your radar. Until you get them to say, hey, I'm not interested. If you're not interested, just let me know. I'll send, I'll let that be after a couple of reach outs. But people see the front end of my success and they don't understand that, yes, I'm wanted. Yes, I'm in demand in, in colleges and different places. 
But to get it there, to land the plane is such a process. And many of people, many people that are in my field in the, in the speaker world or wherever it may be, maybe they don't hear back the first time or the second time. And they're just like, and I've done it before. I've been tempted to do it. You personalize. You're like, well, they don't want me. They don't want to talk to me. It's, you know, and, and, and they quit. They quit. And I tell people this the same with me. Like, I'm, I am so busy. I miss emails. I try to do my very best. I miss emails. The best people that get me will email me two or three times. And I'll, I usually will say, thank you so much for staying on me. Thank you so much. I wasn't a mom six years ago. I, you know, I wasn't running this movement or I was, I was just starting. I, I wasn't trying to write a second book. Like I stepped into overnight being a mother and to being a bonus mom from having a dog and a dog. And so I'm all kinds of crazy busy and the people that get to me get to me, right? And so I just wanted to remind you when you look at somebody's success, somebody's success, I'm looking up at uh, this Border Patrol plaque that they gave me uh, when I was at one of my visits down in Arizona. And I'm looking at it and I, I'm so honored um, to have worked with multiple sectors. But you don't know, you only saw the front end of what I showed you. You don't know how long it took for that contract to come through or what I had to learn about government contracting or what had to happen for that to, to, to go through. You, you don't know all that had to happen for, for that to even be a thing. So the next time you look at somebody's success, the, the next time you look at somebody's front end success and you're tempted, woo, woo, you're tempted, don't make me sing. Robin, that's a shout out for my friend Robin from church. She said, you always make me laugh when you sing. The next time you're tempted to go, you know, uh, easy street, that came to him. You don't know. No, you don't know. You truly don't know how hard it was to land that, all the things that had to happen, all the failure, all the success, all the things that had to happen for that gig, for that opportunity to happen. And you've heard me talk about in previous podcasts. And if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to season two. And even season one as well, where we talk about what I do when, when I feel jealous of somebody, I can stop myself and, and, and talk to myself and say, Rachel, you don't know what it's like. You don't know what they walked through. You don't know what it took to get there. And, and what is for you is for you. And what's for them is for them. You can't take what's meant for, for them and vice versa. And so by the time I go through that exercise, I no longer feel jealous. I'm cheering them on. I'm, I'm praying for them. And so I would invite you to do the same thing, not only the jealousy exercise, but also to say, I just don't know what they've been through. I don't know. And you know what I can take from Rachel? I can take from looking at this person that I too want to be hungry. Pass the buttermilk biscuits, baby. <laughs> buttermilk biscuits. Don't even get me started. That was a song when I was growing up, but pass the buttermilk biscuits because I'm hungry for this success. I'm hungry for this opportunity, not hung hungry for this opportunity. I'm hungry to go to the next level. I'm hungry to better myself and to make everything I can of this life and this world and today. And I'm nostalgic for today. So I hope all of those takeaways helped you be hungry, be authentic, be alert, be alert and be nostalgic for, for today. Not yesterday, not tomorrow. Be nostalgic for today because there's a time and a place where you're going to miss today in this moment that'll never come again. I love you, Joy Starters. I'm so very grateful for you. If you like me and you like this, I want to tell you what I created for you. You know, a lot of the 
podcasts have something they call a Patreon. We have a Patreon, but we named it the Joy Starters Club. It is completely free. Free. No no credit card needed, no nothing for 30 days. You enter in your information, you get on the mailing list, you have to put in your telephone number because that's where you get the text and the challenges. You get in the app, you get my free Joy Blueprint course. It's a $99 value, okay? You get it for free. You get my first ebook for free. You get the affirmation journal for free. You get the mental health battle plan for free. You get all of these things. And we have a chat in there. We have monthly meetings. You get a free quarterly gift. You get all of these things. And after the 30 days, it's only $6.99 a month, $6.99 a month, the cost of a latte. And we hope you'll stay around because we are a group of joy starters from around the world that are collectively changing the narrative for others and in our own lives. I just created a journal. This joy journal will be going out free as their free gift to those that have been in more than 30 days. But why not try it? You have zero to lose, zero to lose. Joystartersclub.com. The link will be in the bio. I love you guys. And again, I'm so very grateful for you. Who doesn't need better sleep? Maybe you heard me talk about it on a previous podcast, but I have been sleeping on a product called the Perfect Sleep Pad for four years. I am this passionate about this product that I want to go scream it from the rooftops. I feel like I'm going to go crawl out on my roof right now and scream to the neighborhood, perfect sleep pad, perfect sleep pad, perfect sleep pad. (laughs) But you get 30% off if you use my code, Rachel Joy. There is also a 30-day totally risk-free try it, see if you like it, can return it within the 30 days. I'm telling you, I don't believe you'll return it. It is a beautiful investment in your sleep. That's when you heal. That's when you get better. That is when you restore. Check it out. Do yourself a favor. Get yourself the Perfect Sleep Pad. PerfectSleepPad.com. PerfectSleepPad.com. And use my code, RachelJoy, a generous code. They gave me a generous code, y'all. 30% off. This ain't no flimsy code. 10%, 5%. 30% off with my coupon, Rachel Joy. Love you guys.